Hey everyone, you are listening to the Mod Golf Podcast, Episode 1. Yes, that's right, our very first episode. I'm Colin Weston, host of the Mod Golf Podcast. Today you'll be hearing my conversation with Ron Powers, the Chief Digital Officer for the Top Golf Entertainment Group. The Mod Golf Podcast is produced each week for the enjoyment of you, our listeners. I'll be speaking with golf's top innovators, influencers, and disruptors about their vision to reimagine, evolve, and grow the game. I hope you enjoy it. Now let's get started. Welcome everyone to the first episode of the Mod Golf Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Weston, and today I have the honor and the privilege to speak with Top Golf Chief Digital Officer Ron Powers. So, Ron, thanks for joining me today on the Mod Golf Podcast. Well, thanks a lot for having me, Colin. I'm looking forward to the conversation. I've known about Top Golf for several years now, Ron, and I've played at five different locations. But for our listeners who might not be as familiar with Top Golf, can you please tell me a bit about yourself and tell us what is Top Golf? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so my role within Top Golf is to help guide our digital strategy, which includes both uh, looking out for opportunities to acquire and partner with strategic uh, influencers all over the world, uh, as well as bring the Top Golf experience to venues uh, outside of our traditional footprint, uh, including both digital and media-like experiences. Um, Top Golf at a, at a very high level is a, uh, an environment that inspires the connections that bring people together for unforgettable good times. A uh, little bit of a tagline, but that's exactly who we are. Uh, we offer fun and interactive golfing games that are inclusive of all ages and skill levels. Uh, we pair that with an outstanding chef-driven menu, top-shelf drinks, big-screen TVs, music, all in a climate that can be enjoyed again by just about every walk of life. Well, Ron, that's, that, that sounds great. What really interests me with Topgolf is that innovative nature of what you guys have there, what you've created, and also what you're going to be creating in the future. I've, of course, I've known you for some time now, and I've had the pleasure to work with you uh, on some initiatives. So why don't we actually start with that, the, something that I had a chance through our group to work with you guys, and that is the evolution of Topgolf and the extension of that, and that's with Topgolf Crush. Can you tell us a bit about what Topgolf Crush is? Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Top Golf Crush is an amalgamation of both technology and a desire to bring the Top Golf spirit to communities that either we don't exist, that uh, communities that we're coming to, or communities that really need a shot in the arm through the innovative and exciting environment that Top Golf creates. So essentially, what we've done is brought together a ragtag team of innovators that uh, we put together some oh, 11, 12 months ago, created a portable version of Top Golf that we can take on tour. So our first event was hosted by the Seattle Mariners at Safeco Field in Seattle. And uh, we served uh, between 5,500 and 6,000 guests over a four-day period. Uh, essentially what we've done is created a, uh, a, an array of tee boxes. We had 23 tee boxes at Safeco, and those are all activated in a way very similar to our venues. And we're using our new Top Tracer technology, which tracks the ball and provides that data to a server that then in, in, in turn displays it on a monitor right in the hitting bay. The targets are installed on the field. Uh, it could be a baseball field, a football field, soccer field, or elsewhere. 
none of the, there's no technology actually in the targets themselves. All of the technology is in the camera uh, system, and that then again captures the the data and sends it back to the to the monitor. Uh, it feels very much like that that of a, a PGA Tour professional uh, whose shots are tracked and televised on NBC or the Golf Channel. I had the pleasure of seeing that first event down in Seattle, and one of the greatest insights uh, we had from the, uh, the the fans and the and the players that were there was how engaging the top tracer technology was and how riveted people were to that. Would you say that was one of the biggest takeaways in, from the success of the event? Well, it certainly contributed, but uh, you know, we, we set some pretty high standards for the way we were engaging with the guests. We were very careful to choreograph the the experience from the time that you parked to the time that you entered the the bay to to hitting your first ball. So technology certainly served that purpose, but the the result, uh, at least from my perspective, was that people that joined us at Safeco literally had the time of their life. They they would have never thought in a million years that they would be hitting golf balls from the second level seating area into the baseball field and have the, an opportunity to see Safeco from that vantage point. Uh, I think it was just an, an experience that uh, uh, really captured the heart and soul of, of what we are and delivered that back to the consumers and guests that, uh, that we entertained. You use that term experiences there in creating these, these moments and these genuine experiences and these compelling experiences. And I certainly did see that. And that's the core essence of the success of Topgolf, of you being able to, and you can give me the numbers here in a moment here, but the number of people that have never swung a golf club before and you've removed all of those intimidating factors and those barriers to entry to golf between too expensive, too hard to learn, too time consuming, too intimidating. And you've baked that right into the experience uh, of the venues and you've extended that into Top Golf Crush when you go on the road with this. So I, I love the fact that you guys have continued to innovate with this, not just sitting back on what you've created already and hope that it continues on in the future that you do continue to innovate, which is I think really the strength of Topgolf. So to that, uh, my next question is, as far as innovation, can you tell us a bit about inwardly with Topgolf as an organization and everybody that works there and you have hundreds of thousands of people working with Topgolf now, how do you, how do you maintain and expand the culture of innovation within Topgolf to get everybody on board and excited about that? Uh, yeah, great question, Colin. Um, you know, I think it, st- it starts at the top. Uh, literally just this morning, I had a meeting with our CEO and chairman, Eric Anderson, and, uh, you know, going through that discussion, setting some of the, the milestones for the next five years, uh, he made a comment that really resonated with me, which was, the, the executive staff at Topgolf are creators, not operators. Yeah, we've right. got operating responsibility, but, but we're really out there to, to create. And, and innovation is embedded in our company DNA. Um, you know, the, the, the creative use of technology and the uh, getting out of our own skin uh, to create uh, experiences that are, uh, again, accommodating to all ages and all skill level is really at our core. Uh, one, one story that I like to tell when, when our uh, CTO, Andrew McCauley, joined the company, he was going through a kind of a, a redefinition of, of what we meant to communities around the United States and, and throughout the world, for that matter. And one of the things that he did was he took the traditional term of, of IT, information technology, and, and reversed it 
somewhat symbolically, but also as a, as a motivator. And we're now called the TI group, that's technology innovation. So it, it starts at the top, but then it permeates uh, through the rest of the organization, whether you're uh, an associate in one of our venues or you're leading a technology initiative. Right. In a way there, you just answered my next question, which was, do you have a dedicated innovation team or is every employee brought in and onboarded to embrace the opportunities and challenges with an entrepreneurial mindset? Or, or do you have a bit of both of that within Topgolf? Oh, it's absolutely both. Again, you know, start at the top, then we have the, the technology innovation group. But, you know, take uh, uh, Crush as an example. You know, we did a very diligent job of surveying both guests and, and those that were temporary staff uh, that served the, the guests at the venue and at Safeco uh, and asked for their recommendations. You know, what things work, what things didn't work. Uh, we had another Crush event just three weeks later, and there were at minimum six critical changes that we made to that experience between uh, Top Golf Crush at Safeco and Top Golf Crush in Orlando at the Camping World Stadium. So we, we pay very close attention to the leadership team, to the guests, to the associates, and really try to integrate that into everything that we do. Uh, there is no ivory tower at Top Golf. It's, uh, it's a very universal and innovative group from top to bottom. Nice. Well, it sounds like you're, there's a term that they call for organizations that become entrepreneurial, that you have intrapreneurs, entrepreneurs within an organization. And, I, and I've certainly seen that firsthand, that you guys embrace that entrepreneurial spirit. You give people the opportunity to, to have the courage to try new things and be bold and even fail uh, and fail fast with things and then try something new and iterate like you've done here with, uh, with Top Golf Crush with the, uh, with the second iteration of that in, in, in a way you've embraced this lean startup mentality which is which is fantastic is that is really the kind of the core and the essence of uh of innovation With, without that you're going to be paralyzed so congratulations on uh on you guys taking the bold step to uh to embrace that thank you so with that i wanted to talk about a few other initiatives that you have and i know these all tie together as part of the master plan between the acquisition of uh, World Golf Tour and Pro Tracer, which is now Top Tracer, of course, and how those influence and inform the other initiatives that you're putting forward, such as perhaps you could talk a bit about the Top Golf Tour and also what you guys are doing as far as content creation and media to extend the brand and also to attract a greater audience. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you, you touched on Top Golf Tour. Uh, we launched that uh, experience last year. And it was basically a, uh, uh, a, a, a touring tournament edition of Top Golf, where you, you registered in, to participate in a tournament on a local level. We had 16 venues across the United States. Uh, they were two-person teams, and we created a game specific to Top Golf Tour. Each one of those venues then yielded a, a winner, and Top Golf flew those winners to Las Vegas, where we had a championship round. Uh, with a purse being $50,000. That had two purposes for us. One, it was just a, an exciting way to, to bring that experience to the masses. It added a level of competition that isn't always uh, customary at a top golf venue. Um, and then it also put uh, us in a position where just those experiences, both at the venue level and then at the championship level, allowed us to capture a lot of content that was very entertaining and, and represented, again, the, 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 the most competitive side of, of golf and the most entertaining side of golf and bring those together into experiences that we could distribute across various forms of social media and streaming services. 
Um, so that right. was a very exciting piece. Um, I think you had some other questions along that that went beyond tour. So I'll pass it back over to you for questions. Sure. Thanks. So with the uh, with with Top Golf Media, and that is a separate organization within uh, the Top Golf Entertainment Group, if I'm correct. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And so with the media group, I've, I've actually seen what they've been doing and they're creating some really compelling and fun content and, and certain shows that you've already put out there that you're, that you're testing. Can you tell us a bit about what, what shows you have already? I believe you're distributing those through YouTube as your main, main channel right now, but can you, can you touch on that a bit of what the media group has been creating as, as far as content? Well, I can't divulge too much because it's still a, a work in progress. But, but when you um, can, yes. In in, in short, it, yeah, we're we're creating what will be twenty to forty uh, fifteen minute episodes uh, that range from from interviews with fans and and uh, key influencers, uh, professional athletes, uh, celebrities of various sorts. And, and through that interview process, we're creating, you know, uh, uh, interesting perspectives on Top Golf. Top Golf Tour is certainly part of that content offering. And if you have seen any of the coverage of Top Golf Tour, it was a very professionally produced product. Uh, we had two yes. announcers, including uh, Ashley Mayo from the Golf Channel, uh, who helped host that. And yes. uh, they, they conducted interviews, again, on a very professional level. Uh, so that's an example uh, of, of two different forms of content. Top Golf Crush is going to continue to do the same thing. You know, we're very much involved in our local communities. We really try to give back. Uh, charity is a huge part of our of our core values, and you'll see that come in Crush, where communities that need a little extra help, uh, we're going to come into those communities and really try to give back, whether that's financially. Uh, through jobs or or just through you know developing a good time that can be enjoyed for you know four to five days at a at a pop, and and I have noticed that Top Golf's charity initiatives are at the forefront of what of what you do, and you you are putting together some great campaigns. And I did notice that uh, for National Golf Day, which was a week or so ago. Across all top golf venues, you did offer free golf lessons to help grow the game. Also, do you, are you able to tell me a, a bit about the success of that and what t- what type of turnout you you had, or people taking you guys up on that free golf lesson opportunity? Yeah, we uh, on on National Golf Day we had uh, provided over two thousand lessons, um, and you know, incidentally, we believe we're the second largest uh, instructional operation in the United States. We, in 2016, I believe we instructed over 60,000 lessons and uh, uh, across our, our 28 venues in the U.S. and three in the U.K. So it's, it's a very big part of our, of our uh, commitment to the game and to inviting players of all level to take it to the next level. We are probably one of the biggest uh, influencers in bringing non-golfers back to the Greengrass experience uh, by coming to Top Golf, enjoying your your favorite food and beverage, and being able to hit golf balls in a very unintimidating uh, manner, so we're very proud of what we're offering there. Nice, and I do understand that you've taking golf and giving people the opportunity to have, as we like to say, a more convenient delivery system for the game of golf and a less intimidating one. But you're also creating the environment and the atmosphere that if someone doesn't want to golf, there's lots to do there at uh, at Top Golf. For example, you you have DJs and bands, and you have space for having live shows that people can just come and and hang out while golf is is going on behind them. Is that is that the case? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we pride ourselves on being a technology co company, but uh, by being a technology company, it allows us to, to disrupt, disrupt golf and entertainment as it's known today, right? And we really try to bring those experiences together. Uh, Yu Chang Cheng, our president of the media group, has done a masterful job of kind of creating the, the, the four legs of the stool, if you were, will, uh, play, food and beverage, music, and just literally creating the time of your life. Now, as far as your, your numbers, it is, it is amazing that you guys are, are trending upwards here, that you really have crossed that chasm a couple of years ago of getting into uh, past the early adopters and way into the kind of the late majority of people embracing Topgolf. Now, if I get this right, you had more than 8 million visitors last year. That may have been in 2015. I don't know the numbers, but what were your numbers at your, uh, at your 28 venues, I believe you have operating right now in the U.S.? Yeah, 28 venues in the U.S. We we basically reached about just under 18 million guests in total. We were wow. roughly a little over 10 million, between 10 and 11 million guests that were served in the venue and another 7 million plus that were served via our World Golf Tour app, uh, which uh, resides inside of our Top Golf Media Group. Right. Uh, another quick anecdote that I, I saw the other day: there were there were over 763 million golf balls hit in the venue. So it, it's it's pretty crazy. I, excuse me, not in the venue, across both the the venue and our digital experience. 763 million golf balls. Get that. That is that's a crazy number. So with WGT or World Golf Tour, because I've had the the opportunity to play on the app and I do it quite often. You not only can play some of the best golf courses around the globe virtually head-to-head -head against other people in real time, but you also have the opportunity to play virtual top golf, and I've done that too. So that's, uh, that's been great. So you've had that out for a while. So what's been the, been the reception of that with people playing online with top golf? Oh, the, the reception was phenomenal. It it's, continues to be one of the, the uh, most active experiences within the within the app since it was launched maybe seven or eight months ago. Uh, but it also acted as an inspiration for us to to develop new game uh, experiences, both within the venue and and outside the venue. We're continuing to work on our digital experiences, whether that be on on apps and and over the web or in other digital environments. So uh, it, it's not only served our guests well, but it's served us well just from an inspirational perspective. I guess I never really thought about it that way, that having a, a virtual version of Topgolf allows you guys a, uh, a leaner way to test other games as a test kitchen without physically putting that in place. So you're very quickly able to test things to see if they work, to see how they need to be tweaked. And, and iterate very quickly there with that uh, that feedback loop. Is that is that the way you're approaching it with uh, with your online experience? Yes, absolutely. And, and Colin, I, I I know you're aware of this, but uh, it's not only done within the app and the and the the web environments, but we've also recently launched a, a new experience that we're referring to as Top Golf Swing Suite, which is an indoor version of Top Golf using a golf simulator uh, provided by Full Swing Golf. Um, and we basically have written a, a game experience that's as close to a VR 
Top Golf, as, as you might find. Um, and we're using that as an inspiration as well. We have one installation today with hundreds lined up over the next uh, uh, four to five years. Uh, and that is really serving us well because in that environment, you're hitting a, a real golf ball with a real golf club. Uh, as soon as that ball is connected with and it hits the screen, it disappears into a virtual world. So it really opens up the, uh, the opportunity for us to create unique games that, will, that might not otherwise be physically rendered, but we can render in a virtual world. And then you combine that with the top tracer technology, uh, which was the, brought to us through the acquisition of ProTracer. And we can use that camera technology to take these virtual experiences you might otherwise only see in, in the virtual world and actually apply them into our venues where our cameras can track a ball, provide that data back into a, a monitor in the hitting bay, and we can create all sorts of unique environments where you're hitting a golf ball through a, a floating ring that might be 50 feet off the ground, or you're, you're hitting it out after some other imaginary object that can't be seen with the, the naked eye but is depicted on the monitor that's right there in your hitting bay. So not to get too, uh, too wacky with that uh, description, but it, all of those are providing inspiration for new gameplay and new ways to entertain our guests. Nice. And it seems like you're really diversifying your, your, your offering and, and the way that people can uh, enjoy and participate in, in Topgolf. I did have, uh, I wasn't down there, but I believe I'm correct that during the Super Bowl week in Houston, that was your first installation of that with a, a hotel chain in, in Houston. Is that correct? Yeah, and in fact, I'd love to tip my hat to the Four Seasons. We we work very closely with the the Four Seasons in Houston and their ownership group, and collectively we brought this uh, this Top Golf Swing Suite to life. Uh, they were an incredible partner of ours and continue to be, um, and we launched it essentially on uh, the, the Super Bowl weekend. We had multiple events. Again, I don't know the, the the number off the top of my head, but ten to twenty events that occurred over that four day period. And uh, really did a great job of, of both introducing the Top Golf Swing Suite initiative and the, the, the ways in which we can uh, make that come to life. But we also served as a, a catalyst for guests visiting Four Seasons. And, and that's a strategy you're going to see evolve rapidly over the coming months and years uh, where we will create partnerships with entertainment facilities, resorts, restaurants, cruise ships, and so forth, uh, and, and really try to bring that to locations where we might not otherwise be able to um, open up a top golf venue. Uh, Manhattan, for example, downtown San Francisco, uh, places that, that would otherwise be cost prohibitive for opening up a full venue. Right. And, and speaking of extending uh, what you are doing here, I noticed there was just an announcement last week that for Mexico that you have an agreement in place now to open up. I believe you've got it on the website. It did say you've got two locations right now. I'm sure there's plenty more that are coming. And also in Australia, the first one on the Gold Coast has been announced. So so you're not only extending what you offer with Topgolf with diverse experiences and opportunities to, to play Topgolf, but also physically and other locations around uh, around the world to become truly a global brand. So can you tell us a bit more about, about the expansion into Mexico to start with? Uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll start with um, uh, just the international strategy in general. We, right. we took a unique approach in that uh, 
you know, it's very, very expensive for us to fully staff and, and create development, construction and development opportunities abroad. So led by Neil Allen, who was formerly our CFO, uh, Neil had, had started up the international group in early 2016. And uh, in less than a year, he had secured two very strategic partnerships, one with the Village Roadshow down in Australia, where they will build, I think, I believe it's eight units over the coming years. And then most recently, we have Ventura in Mexico, who will build 10 units over the, the coming years. Uh, both of them are, are organizations and companies that pride themselves in entertainment, whether that be uh, in, in media, television, movies, and so forth, or through the operation of amusement parks. Um, right. and, and they have deep roots in, in guest experience and loyalty to that, that entertainment value. So we selecting those two as partners were, was absolutely the right thing to do. Neil did a masterful job of putting those deals together and finding the right partners that, that fit our culture and our values dead on. So in Mexico, are you looking to capture the tourist market in certain locations or are you looking to capture the Mexican market or is it a combination of both? Um, it's a combination of both, definitely. I mean, we're, we're going to continue to apply our, our methodology for selecting locations that make sense for the residents of a given community. Uh, but in the case of Mexico, where they have such high destination reputation, we will definitely look into those environments. You, you might other, not otherwise put a, a top golf in, a, in a, the likes of a Cancun just based on, on sheer resident. But, but given the, uh, the traffic, the vacation traffic that comes into that environment, uh, it, it, I'm sure it's going to make sense. I don't know the exact locations, nor should I speak to that. Sure. Uh, but we certainly trust our partners at Ventura to, to find that, uh, that right formula and, uh, and, and do, do right by both the citizens as well as the visitors. And that strategy does make complete sense to me also. Well, what, one thing I do love here, Ron, is the continuous innovation that Topgolf keeps demonstrating here. Because it, it would be very easy for you guys, now that you've got you know, 29 open in the U.S., now we're 28, and you've got 11 already Slated as opening soon, and I, my understanding is you look to have at least fifty in the United States, and then the international play. I've just do the same thing you've done for the last couple of years, and just replicate that. But this passionate desire to always improve and to create other experiences, and to create these experiences with an overall strategy that I can see all these other pieces. There's nothing arbitrary here. You're you're connecting all the dots to to make something that. Uh, as a whole is greater than the than the sum of the parts here. So once again, congratulations to you guys because it would it would be easy to uh, just say, hey, we got a great thing here. Let's just keep going with this and just just build more of the same. So I love the fact that you guys are always curious and you're always hungry to create something even better than you already have. Well, you you know our chairman well. Uh, Eric Anderson is not going to let any of us rest on our laurels. So, no. you know, I, hats off to Eric for, for keeping us keeping us going. And uh, uh, you know, he's got the luxury of flying around at, at fifty thousand foot, and and he can literally, from a strategic perspective, see the curvature of the Earth. Uh, and, and with that leadership and vision uh, and a good execution team, uh, I don't think we've even seen the the tip of the iceberg yet. No, and you just. Took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to use that particular metaphor also. And what's going on, not only what you've created and really been the catalyst over the last, even though you guys have been around since really 2000 or 2006, about 10 years or so, hitting it hard here in the United States. The, the real traction has been in the last three, four years, especially of you guys really taking this thing to the next level. And I do believe it is just the tip of the iceberg, not only with what Top Golf has created, but 
now with golf seeing the potential to grow the game and where it needs to go and connect to a younger audience and connect to lifestyle and entertainment and music and other experiences. Uh, and for this weekend, uh, as an example, I don't know if you've seen what's going on with the European tour. It's on Golf Channel with Golf Sixes, with the format that they've created there. Uh, six holes, team play, loud, a shot clock on one of the holes. So they're experimenting and trying different things. A little different than what uh, what Top Golf is creating, but still, there's a lot of different innovators out there that are pushing golf forward, and everybody is benefiting from this. So I. I don't know if you have you had a chance to see what's going on with uh, with golf sixes this weekend, Ron, or know about that. I'm I'm very much aware of it, and I, I think you know what's exciting to me, Colin, is that that I, I do tip my hat and give credit to Top Golf, certainly not myself, but give credit to Top Golf for uh, actually uh, delivering on that motivation and that desire to change the game. Um, you know, the changing the game or evolving the game has been a uh, a discussion topic for you know maybe a decade, but Top Golf is actually executing on it, and I, I would like to think that we're an inspiration for things like. Like golf sixes and 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 many other uh, initiatives that are yet to come. Uh, it's it's not probably not a surprise to you, but at least on a weekly basis, we have some new innovative way to approach golf and and golf technology brought to us for consideration. And I'm I'm, I'm flattered by that. I'm, I'm flattered by it because a it opens up all sorts of opportunities to invest. But B, we end up being very friendly to these folks. And whether we do invest or partner uh, or not, we, we end up being part of their council. And, uh, and our commitment to the game, you know, through our relationship with the PGA Tour and the LPGA, PGA of America, uh, is that we're going to continue to work with those parties because we have a strong commitment not only to, to building our business, but to building the game. And one of those doesn't exist without the other, but neither one of those define us. So uh, it's kind of the way I like to look at it. We're, we're part of a community that is uh, doing great by the citizens of the United States and around the world, but we're also doing great things for the game, and, and we take that very seriously. And I, I certainly know from firsthand that you, that you do, and you guys do live and breathe that every single day. And that sense of community that is developing and expanding, as I think you know, the other guests that we're going to have on this show, you know quite a few of them already, that everybody's becoming part of this, this Grow Golf ecosystem, of which Top Golf is very much a part of and supportive of, of what other, other groups are doing. So I, I think it's fantastic. And I look forward to, uh, to seeing what Top Golf does the rest of this year and even beyond that. So so here, lastly, before I let you go, Ron, any upcoming Top Golf events you'd like to let our listeners know about that are going to happen in the next uh, the next few months that you're able to tell us? Wow. Well, uh, <laughs> Top Golf Tour. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. Out. Yes. Um, Top Golf Tour is uh, is launching. Uh, I don't know the exact dates to be honest with you. We've got so many projects going on, but it's about to launch. I think it launches this next month. Uh, or actually this month in May. Uh, so Top Golf Tour, keep an eye out for that. We're going to extend the number of venues that will participate, uh, but this will be a, a multi-week uh, experience where the competition will go from, from Scottsdale and Centennial to Tampa and elsewhere. And uh, pay attention to that because that's a great opportunity to get in and, and participate, whether you're a, a quote-unquote competitor or you just want to get into that environment and enjoy a great time. So look, look for those announcements and dates. Um, Top Golf Crush is going to have another event uh, earmarked for July. I won't let the cat out of the bag yet as to where that is, but uh, we're working diligently to finalize those uh, uh, agreements, and then um, we will roll out 
another, I think, six to seven events uh, throughout 2017 and, and then continue that, that growth in 2018. Uh, and I'm, I'm personally committed and excited to see what we do with uh, our Topgolf Swing Suite initiative. We have literally hundreds of conversations going on right now, and I think this will evolve very quickly. So uh, where can our listeners go to find out more about Topgolf, all these things you talked about? Where, where's the best place they can go to learn about all these great things? And if they want to sign up for Topgolf Tour this year, where should they go, Ron? Well, I would, I would say right, right off the top, it's, it's topgolf.com. Get to topgolf.com, and we've done an excellent job of laying out the, the website so that you can connect directly with Swing Suites, Crush, Topgolf Tour, or find your favorite venue or Swing Suite location. So that would be the first place I would check. And then from an entertainment standpoint, you mentioned it earlier, Colin, uh, get on the YouTube channel and, and, and follow uh, the Topgolf uh, programming because there's some exciting things that are happening. Uh, one event that I didn't mention, we did a... Uh, very frivolous event with the Bryan brothers where they shot from the top of Signature Tower in Las Vegas, uh, some, I don't know, 40 stories or something of that sort, uh, into a Top Golf target uh, down on the venue. And uh, uh, you know, bringing you know, fun and unique experiences like that that, that use Top Golf as a, as a backdrop, but that uh, create entertainment for the masses is something that I'm very proud of. And it's going to be very interesting to see what happens here in 2017 and beyond because Yu Chang is doing a tremendous job of putting that group together. And uh, those experiences are going to be worth seeing. Well, we all look forward to seeing the progression that Topgolf makes as you bring all these pieces together and, and push them all forward. So for our listeners, I will include links to not only the website, but the other things that you did talk about in the show notes. So they'll be able to find that right away and click right through to make it convenient for them. So Ron, I thank you so much today for being our inaugural guest on the Mod Golf podcast today. I really appreciate your time and this has been fantastic. So Thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure, Colin. And best of luck to you on this on this uh, podcast. Uh, we're, we were excited to be the first, and uh, we hope to, to be joining you on, on many more episodes to come. So I, good I, luck, and uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate that. Okay, Ron. Thanks so much. Bye for now. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Ron Powers to learn how Topgolf has become an innovative force in the golf and entertainment industries. Please join us next week when I speak with the European Tour CEO, Keith Pelly, about the forward-thinking golf formats he is boldly spearheading and the entrepreneurial culture he is building within the organization. We'll be discussing the feedback from last weekend's Golf Sixes six-hole team format, which he created as an experiment to help grow the game and connect with an untapped audience. I'm Colin Weston, and I welcome your comments and feedback so we can continue to improve the show. You can reach us on Twitter and Facebook, at ModGolfPodcast, and my Twitter handle is at ColinWeston01. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the ModGolf Podcast. I'll see you next week.